Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. August 19th, 2020, episode 18 of the Hospitality Room. One third of the uh, the infamous tripod. I am Jason Basham. With me always is Antonio Jackson. Yo, 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 yo. How y'all doing? Uh, the main guy, Aaron Coney, is still in his, uh, his moment of reflection. Uh, look forward to seeing him down the road and soon. Miss you, Coney. He's a great guy. I love him. Spend a long time enjoying your birthday. You can't spend a whole month partying for your birthday. Been some heavy shit happened this week. Just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, a good, solid, awesome young man uh, lost his life. Unfortunately, a good friend of both of ours. Uh, really good. Probably uh, probably like a, a little brother or a cousin to, to Coney, uh, Dontrez Dawson. His... Um, Got to know Dontrez a lot uh, through Coney, through Trevino, uh, through that clan, through that little clique. Uh, good, solid, solid dude. Um, I'm not sure uh, what – do you know the the division stuff he was at in the, in the Army? I do not know what unit he was in. Um, I know he had just recently made sergeant. Uh, Multiple tours. Yeah. Overseas, just he just got yeah, home. Yeah, so I, I was just saying, like I feel like he was just starting to get, you know, he was just starting to live. I mean, I, to me, it's like beautiful soul, man. Yeah, just a beautiful kid. Yeah. Um, Twenty seven years old, taken way, way too way soon. Too soon. Too soon. And uh, uh, God love him. Uh, got a leaves behind a, a mother, Selena. Uh, I know Selena really well. Uh, we've been in some community. Uh, groups, some uh, organizations together. Uh, beautiful lady, uh, beautiful soul. Uh, really, um, uh, community kind of sacrifice gives gives herself. You know, uh, dives into a lot of different things to really you know stays busy. Uh, but a wonderful person. I think she was a North Harden graduate. Uh, grandfather Irvin Lyons, uh, who's. If you ever been around Radcliffe or Fort Knox, I mean, Irvin Lyons is like one of the one of the old timers, one of the goats. He's been yeah. he's been around. He's 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 got he's dabbled in everything. Selena's definitely followed in his footsteps. Just a just a beautiful family. And then the the saddest part is he's got a he's got a daughter Denise yeah. leaves leaves a daughter behind, and uh, uh, I. This will be our first uh, moment of silence for Dontrez. Dontrez Dawson, 27 years old, taken way too soon. God love you. Uh, Godspeed, my my man. We just, uh, uh, on a personal note, we just had a, 
a real brief back and forth with each other. He used to call me the goat because he said, uh, you know, we, we partied and hung out and we'd done some <laughs> things together. And he always would tease and say I was the goat. Um, all the stuff that I was involved in, the stuff that I was doing, he just, uh, you know, always made you feel. Him and, him and Trevino, uh, Devontae, uh, you don't realize how you impact or touch kids' lives. You don't think that you really have much uh, – You've given much to a person, but I guess when you, uh, you know, you try to set examples for people and you think you're just doing something solid for yourself and you look back and you're actually setting, setting examples for these young kids and, uh, just always, he was always cracking jokes. He was always funny. He always had a smile on his face. I, I don't think I ever saw him where he was mad or, or sad. He just, and his mother's the same way. They're, they're both kind of from the same, well, I mean, their mother and son's from the same mold, but. A beautiful individual, beautiful person, um, beautiful family. Uh, you know, hearts are heavy. So uh, just a real brief moment of silence for Don Trez today. All right, on the flip side, <clears throat> we got uh, we got a lot on the docket, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I missed my first podcast ever last week, but oh, I man. I don't really consider <laughs> myself missing the podcast when it's a special edition podcast. Yeah. But but uh, you know we had Jerry in here, the infamous Jerry uh, that doesn't want his last name mentioned on the on the radio. But uh, Jerry Bear, <laughs> uh, the poet and don't know it, the the main man, the social media icon known as Jerry. Uh, always look forward to his visits. He always wants to do something, Tony. Oh man, he doesn't realize that uh, he's on West Coast time. He yeah, doesn't realize, man. you know, you got wife and kids and shit. He's always wanting to do something and run around and enjoy himself. And and then you feel bad. You wake up the next morning. Jerry sent you a text at eleven o'clock because he wants to <laughs> smoke cigars and drink beer. And you're like, Jerry, I am thirty nine years old. Hey man. <laughs> I love the death, man. He comes in town and he's like a rocket, man. Like, he's like a rocket. That's a good example. I'm just like, hey, man. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, nothing. Hey, man, let's go get something to eat. Like, ah, man, you know, I got this, I got these kids over here, but yeah, let me <laughs> let me work it out. Let me work. Let me see what I can do, man. But yeah, he's 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 uh he's all about you know living life and you know you know positivity and uh I good love, dude, man. Love, love being around him. He he he. he Listen to the show, avid listener. Give us big ups all the time, and uh, appreciate him giving uh, me the tutelage. I know he's a eat shit, Jerry. He's the one that's always telling me, "Hey, man, this is what you should do. These the the stuff you should try." And, you know, you know, he had a podcast, and I listened to his. You know, so I mean, I, I'm, he's paying it forward with us. I feel like it. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a yeah. Good, just yeah, just good, good people, just good, solid people. And uh, I, I do listen to his. Uh, I do read his sophisticated uh, ramblings of an idiot. And uh, is it okay? And idiot. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> continue rambling. All right. Uh, but yeah, he's he's back on the road, and uh, I uh, I look forward to seeing his journey and seeing what he's doing. On uh, I know he puts up some pretty nice pictures, man. He's doing some things, man. Gave me the nickname Charmin the God. <laughs> Appreciate that dickweed. I don't know how to take it, but I appreciate it. But yeah, man. Uh, uh, so tell me about this fight podcast because I haven't got dude, to listen man, to it yet. We did the fight cast, uh, uh, UFC two fifty two Cormier. Uh, I know, I know you've watched it. Stipe fight. Uh, it was it was a good card. 
uh, we did it a little different. Like we muted a lot of stuff. We uh, actually kind of played the whole, you know, uh, uh, main fight. Right. And we kind of talked over a little bit and, you know, enjoyed uh, a few beverages. Not too much, man. I think I he had to leave the next day. So we really didn't get it dig into the the beverage <laughs> the way we wanted to. But uh, great fight, man. Um, we should probably do it again. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't change, but. It was a it was a good concept and uh we're still we're you know, we're still playing around with this podcast yeah, thing. We kinda got the yeah. we kinda got the podcast lined out kinda how we want it and what we want to do, but you know, it's it's taking some twists and turns and yeah. You know, I think we've said this every time we fell on our face and we fell on we've fallen on our face a few times yeah, with this absolutely. podcast. That uh you know, we're learning. Uh we're kinda learning on the fly. Uh my goal is to uh to kind of have all the kinks and how we're going to do things and interview things out of the way because we got a we got a uh, an interesting future going for us. I think uh, the twenty twenty one once we get through all this COVID stuff and we can travel I and do some things, yeah. we got a lot of things lined up, a lot of people to bring on the podcast and interviews. There's going to be some some uh, some surprises and some yeah. interesting things happen. I know you got the Bluegrass Festival coming up, right? Yep, in September. Right, hey man, you, you should do one, man. Have a couple of, um, you don't want to be no part of that, Tony. You know, a couple of guys come and talk about some history, you know. Yeah, yeah, we could do all that. I think that's sure. dope, man. Yeah, we could do that. You know, like, I mean, I think that's it's a good avenue. We can, you know, they they can come on talking and later on we can push it to them and they can hear, you know, themselves speak about. Yeah, we can do that. You know? yeah, we can definitely I mean, do if that. you want to, you know what I'm saying? That's just. Nah, we can do that. I just didn't think that was your cup of tea. We hey, could, man, we, we could do it. I'm a music connoisseur. I got of everything. We'll line some stuff up. You know, I love the bluegrass. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like listen to some good music. That's the that's the thing that's universal. Good music, like good musicians, good music put out. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So that to me is just like I love listening to all that, man. It doesn't whether it's bluegrass, whether it's uh, well, I love what I love, soft rock or, or hip hop or you right, know what I'm saying? like. Right. And I've DJed so many different type of gigs man you know oh, that's so true it's that's just true. like you know i remember that one the one dj gig i had and they wanted to listen to like you know some 80s i remember the hank stuff. williams jr and i was like jesus i don't know any of that barn party you threw me in yeah. the middle of that barn party that was a i had to hit you up and i hit web <laughs> up web, actually web gave me a lot of songs he said hey this is what you need to play you know what i'm saying and uh you know i all, all those songs are still on my hard drive you know so i mean I mean, I, I like listening to everything, man. Yeah, hey, we can line some of that stuff up. That'd be uh, be kind of interesting to see your uh, your take on some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I could, I could, I could go for that. Yeah, it'd be pretty good, man. So how'd you, how'd your weekend go? Now? Uh, of the festivities, we, uh, we jumped out of town for the uh, for the weekend. Went down to Tennessee. Uh, family's got a long. Well, my, it's my dad's happy place is Gatlinburg, so. Great place. Uh, skipped out and slid down there, and uh, it's not like Kentucky, man. Like, like Governor Andy, he's he's uh, he's cracking the whip hard up here, but down there, you know, it's you got to wear your mask in the restaurants and stuff. But it, it, there's no social distancing there. You are shoulder to shoulder. You're right you know on you. Right yeah. On you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and they don't they don't make you. They just put a sign that says, you know, pretty much. It's pretty much like, hey, we'd like it if you put a mask on. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, we'll still take your money and. Yeah, of course. You know, 
Uh, best I remember, some of the even some of the white staff didn't have masks on. So it, Tennessee was just kind of weird. Well, it ain't like Alabama shit, man. We, we went to me and Antonio went to Alabama. Oh, sweet Jesus. Did we talk about the Zaxby's experience? Yeah. Nobody had a mask on. I don't think we talked about this. I don't. I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> we go into a Zaxby's at eleven o'clock at night to get something to eat. First off, the I, I'll never eat at a Zaxby's for the rest of my life. That was probably the worst. Shocking. I spent thirty dollars on some bullshit fast food bullshit, and Popeyes was right next door too. If I remember you saying epic fail. He's like, hey man, we should go to Popeyes. You said let's go to Popeyes. We should have went to was Popeyes. Was you or me? Man. I think it was you. I said we should have went to Popeyes. It was like, me. It was my fault, man. I apologize. He totally wanted to get a <laughs> get his salad on. And I was in those mushrooms, man. I'm sorry, man. Those mushrooms always get me, man. Walks and the room. mushrooms were horrible this time. The salad was terrible too. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a salad. I got wings, man. That's what it was. I got wings. I did. I ate one, and I, when I got to my room, I threw them away. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. And then none of the people, none of the staff, and it might have been because of that. Nobody had masks on. Yeah. Nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was requiring masks. We went to that track meet, and it was a, it was wild, wild west, man. There was well, no kids wearing masks, no people. <laughs> nah, nah, and, and five bajillion people running around the place, and nah, it was crazy, man. Alabama was was wild as shit, but uh, but now Tennessee wasn't that crazy. wasn't Alabama crazy, but it was. Uh, it was definitely not Kentucky. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know what your what your side of the political view is on with with this COVID stuff. But but um, man, you know we we I don't know how long we've been doing this. We were on episode eighteen, man, and um, I think from the start, right, we've been doing this through the whole COVID. Oh, we chronicled this thing through the whole, yeah yeah yeah. It's just like man, it just keeps festering. And things keep adding to it and yep. and growing. And it's like, hey, man, are they going to cancel? You know, I just found out that the, I, I think the Catholic schools in Louisville, uh, the middle schools and elementary school teams will not have fall sports. They just canceled. Like, the high schools are still good to go. Like, you know, it's the St. X and the Trinities. I see that and I think happening. it's only a matter of time before they shut it down. I see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, because the so, Louisville schools have already said they. I don't think they're they're not competing. You know, you know. Uh, on a side note, um, if St. X and Trinity decide not to, it's wide open. Not to do track season, it's wide open. Man. It's We've already discussed. Me and Judge wants us. Me and, and Coach three talk, other people. Yeah, me and Coach <laughs> talked about it. He was like, "It's gonna be wide open, man." But here's the thing: cross country season's gonna be wide open. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about track season. I, <laughs> I can, my mind goes straight a, to track. That's what we were talking about. But then, but then we went back and we were like, yeah, what about uh, what about track season? I was like, man, dude, I still think everything is just up in the air right now. Like, um, I was in the school today, and I got a chance to talk to the the, the old AD, and we were having a little discussion. It's just like, man, it's just uh, he just keeps floating around, don't he? Yeah, great guy. He's a great He's guy. He's good, dude. It yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep going. Like, didn't you, didn't you quit? Legitly asked me how I'm doing. Like, not like, hey, man, how's everything going? Like, he really wanted to know. It's easy to care about you, Antonio. Hey, man, how you doing? Like, seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, how's everything going? Like, how's, how's that? You know, he just, and I, he's a, he genuinely, not just, you know, some BS. Like, he really wanted to know. And I was just like. You're an easy man to love, Antonio. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of was just like. No, seriously, because I was like, no, nah, it's not too bad. He's like, how's it going? I was like, hey, coach, and I called him. 
hey guys, man, we don't have enough time. Right, right, right. <laughs> to discuss how things are going, man. And he was just like, yeah, man. And I kind of gave him the short trip about the, the house and things like that. But, you know, he's always supported me from day one. I appreciate that. Thank you, Matthews. I, I actually, I, I really appreciate that, man. He's, 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 uh, hey, hey, I have a, I have a bed if you need it. I have this if you need it. You know, if you needed me to donate anything, like, Good hey, solid dude. Yeah, man. The, the, literally, the house was on fire, and I turned around. Guess who was right behind me? Right. He was there. Like, he was there. And, like, AD doesn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you don't forget people. Yeah, like and, and I don't. I never will. And I remember I told him that. I told him, hey, man, I appreciate you coming. Thanks for coming, man. Like, you know, it wasn't just some let me go see how it's. Like, he was legitly. I don't even know how he got there because the, the street was closed off. I don't see how he knew. <laughs> like, he probably went to the back street. Like, like, like yo, man, like, how did you even, how did he get here? Like, he just popped up and I was like, you know, I'm daggone near almost in tears. But, you know, he, yeah, you know, it was good to see him, you know. Good dude. But, yeah, good guy. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, do you think they're going to, we've talked about this before. I don't, it's a matter of time before they, 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 get, they cancel it, man. I'd heard a rumor. Um, I don't know if it was like on a on a. Uh, I can't remember if it was on a uh, like a discussion board or if it was on like a USA Track thing. But um, I had seen, I had read that the idea of if this COVID stuff, like, because you know we've missed an entire track season. Yeah, they don't want to miss two That's straight track seasons because there's a lot of like there's a lot of little things that go into it. Um, a lot of college athletes and stuff that are missing out. I think. Yeah. I think the uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I think I think there's going to be a lot of uh, NAIA kids and um, Division two kids that get an opportunity to go to Division one schools because of this COVID thing. Absolutely. Um, but I I had read somewhere, and I wish to God that I'd remember where I to quote this, but I've seen. Where they were going to do kind of like virtual track meets, which means like instead of letting kids, um, instead of letting kids go to other schools and run in these meets, that every weekend you get to post, um, like I I can't remember exactly how it went, but like pretty much the kids will show up to the track, run their events like two at a time, alone. Interesting. And they record the times, and then those times are what goes into it to, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember telling Coney that, like, I was like, man, I was reading. This is when we were still out, uh, you know, because they drug that track last season. They drug that shit on for two months, thinking, like, man, we might have, we still we may have four Four weeks. We're going to get four we're weeks gonna, in a state. We're going to have four uh, four meets. Yeah, four uh, meets. And then straight to state. Conference, yeah. <laughs> regions, state, and then we're done. And and they drug it on, drug it on, and you kept thinking. And then finally they, you know, the hammer, you know, the, it went down and it was it. But uh, uh, I, they were beating around the idea of having these virtual meets where, like, you know, the timing system and everything was there. And they were running, you know, we went to Alabama. I thought Alabama probably did it right. Every other, every other lane, uh, uh, you know, you would run eight lane, you know, typically there are eight lanes. You would run four kids at a time and you would just run multiple heats. And, uh, and I kind of see the track season maybe going on that, but 
Um, I've I've been religiously watching uh, this. Um, I keep calling it the antidote, but it's not an antidote. <laughs> vaccine that that they that they've developed as a vaccine, but they think it's going to take. You ready while. for that? With the vaccine? Yeah. Well, here's the deal, man. Kara was telling me that she had seen someplace that I think she said like 75% of the population would have to take the vaccine for it to, to do anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, it can't be like the flu vaccine where, like, you know, you, you voluntarily. It's going to be have to be like smallpox and shit where the government pretty much comes in and says, every one of you assholes has to come in here and get this shot or... um. You know, or, you know, it's not going to do any good. Here's the conspiracy theorist in in myself, though. Is this the government's way? Is this the whole end of, was this the whole meaning of this thing to start with? Is this how the government implants something into us? You going with the conspiracy theory. Well, you know that that uh, what what is it? Your mom's got it. My mom's got it. You know that thing on their arm, like that little round scar on their arm. What was that? Was that smallpox or? I think so. I think right? so. Have they got that vaccine? What if, Tonio? Think about this for a second. What if that was their way of, and it only lasted for like so many generations, and we've come around to a spot now where they need to need get, to get yeah. I was thinking that too. Redo it. So here comes COVID. Because in my in my mind, because the population is, is starting to grow rapidly, right? So let's let's take it down a notch. And what if here's 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 the Jason Basham crazy conspiracy theory? What if? Because I've always heard my grandparents and everybody say that they don't they don't they didn't remember growing up, people just mass massive people dying of cancer. What if that was the government's way of implanting this stuff? Yeah, man. What if this what if this COVID vaccine is another round of some other disease that's gonna I don't wanna take it. <laughs> I mean I'm sure I should, but I, you know, I don't like I keep like I was talking to one of my buddies like um You got that Twilight Zone button. Well Ford from GA, man. Hey Ford. I'll at your boy. But uh I was talking to one of my guys who I actually deployed with, and he was just like, because um, we had to take a, uh, the smallpox, well, not the smallpox, what was it, the anthrax vaccine. Okay. And, like, we, anybody that's in the military that took that anthrax still has that. Little scar up there. Yeah, yep, I see it. It's not going to go anywhere, man. And he was just like, dude, you know all the, the shots and stuff we took before we deployed? And, you know, he was like, He's like, I don't think we're, I don't think we're gonna ever catch like anything like COVID, man. Like, you don't think that we just took so much shit that we just, that you know, we're just immune to some of this stuff. And I was right. like, I'm not gonna ever say I'm immune to anything, but I mean, you probably we have took a lot of shots, malaria and yeah, everything. Malaria. Bro. We took the, we had to take the malaria pills. We had to take the, you know, the this shot, the anthrax shot. We had to take. It. I was like, dude, we've taken. They just be shooting military guys up with everything before they leave. You know Is there anybody that that got out of getting that? Like, like I, I, I don't know anybody. Um, maybe they have. I don't know anybody that because when we got we got deployed and we were in that big ass long line of taking these shots, I didn't see nobody getting out of those shots. Everybody was getting, you know, stuck. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm-mm. but like I was like, man, like, 
He's like, you ever took the flu shot and got sick? I was like, yeah, man. But we were talking about COVID. That's how we got on the conversation. And he was just like, man, I don't want to take the COVID shot and then get COVID and then get sick. You yep, know I'm the same way. And he was like, and like you just because he's like, he's like most of these vaccines, and I don't know if he's he's probably right or I don't know, but most of these vaccines they give you a little bit of it. Yep, you know what I'm saying that's that's and, usually it. Yep, and it's like your immune system. I'm just like, man, I don't want them tell me that, man. I don't. Want, <laughs> that's why I don't get the flu shot. I've like, never got a flu that. shot. I took the I, I have taken the mist, you know, the mist, the the flu mist, and uh, I don't screw with that shit, man. I remember the first time I took it. Sick as a dog, man. Yeah. Sick as a dog. See, that's what I'm telling you, Tony, man. It's like, it's like I don't trust, I don't trust my damn government, man. I just don't. Hey, man, they're always, in, they're always putting stuff into our society to see how they test it and see how we do. Like, hey, you think they'll be hooked? You think they'll get hooked on cocaine? Have you ever looked at the history of the AIDS vaccine or the AIDS, I mean, the AIDS virus? Like where it originated from, like what, like the conspiracies on that. It's dude, get the you go down that rabbit hole. I'm pretty sure that's gonna take me all night. Oh my god, I'm just telling you, man. It's like there's like, I mean, I legit. <laughs> I was watching a documentary about Ronald Reagan and uh, Iran, and that they were given they were given guns and stuff to Iran to because they couldn't directly give guns to the uh, uh, militia. In Nicaragua, did you you ever hear about any of that? There was a movie made about that, wasn't it? Was there? Yeah, I'd like to watch it. I was watching like conspiracy theory shows on on History Channel, and I was like, Ronald Reagan is like was like considered one of the best presidents. I, I I've always heard like, oh, he's not like Reagan. Reagan was great. <laughs> Reagan was a great great president. You know, a movie. I don't know what the name of that movie is, but it's. I think it's a. I can't remember the name of it. What's you talking about that one with Tom Cruise where he's like flying an airplane? No. There was something like that. Tom Hanks was it. I think Tom Hanks was in it. Huh. I don't know. I don't know either. Good movie though. But uh, Watching in class. College. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it, this goes to one of our topics today though, man. It's like, it's like, what's the government keeping from us? Yeah, man. What's the government hiding from us? Yeah, you like, want to get into that right now? Oh, I, I think that's a good segue <laughs> into it. But like, like if, if I thought if, we was gonna, I thought we was gonna wait, but we can get it right now. Well, man. Like, I mean, like, it, like honestly, like if 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 Ronald Reagan was was because because Congress would not allow him to give guns to this militia group in Nicaragua, right? Mm-hmm. So he gave them to Iran, and, but the deal was was like hostages, like he was trading guns and shit for hostages. But then Iran was turned around and sending it. Senate for this, they were overthrowing something. I can't remember what it all was called now, but, but, uh, uh, it was all hidden. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the JFK thing, man, like for years and years and years, you know, like, like come to find out, like it was like a, <laughs> I watched something the other day about it and like, it was like an accident, like a secret service agent accidentally, uh, misfired. Oh, wow. And, and shot him in the back of the head. And it was like hidden. You know what I'm saying? I mean, th- if you think about, if you start thinking about stuff like that, what the government's keeping from us, like there's a dude, uh, Laser, Bob Laser. Have you watched that on Netflix and stuff like that? Yeah, and the Rogan experience? Antonio, man, this guy worked for a government group uh, on alien aircraft 
try not area 51 another area outside las vegas nevada and they had an alien aircraft and they were trying to figure out how to duplicate it to levitate to uh bob lazier is his name how to uh how to uh uh you know steal the steal the technology for for us for our government for our for our soldiers and or for our armies and and stuff like that so bob uh uh lazier lazar uh and i'll give you like a quick rundown of it but uh but uh rose to fame like back in the 70s and uh 70s or 80s uh, saying, you know, he was government hired and he worked at this facility, kind of like Area 51. And, uh, and like his job was to, was to, uh, to take alien aircraft and, uh, and duplicate it, re, 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 redo the technology pretty much. And the CIA came in and like raided his business, like, like pretty much harassed him for years and years and years and years and years. And years. And he wrote books and like, you know, but he was called crazy and he was called all this, all this crap that he was, you know, making stuff up and then all this COVID stuff. And here's the thing, here's the thing that's like, you know, since all this COVID stuff went down, the government is just kind of like slyly just slid in there that there was, there's been alien aircraft that's been, if you saw that, you you know, there's been like pilots from the Air Force and all these different, all our different branches of government, they have videos of Pazman trying to, they have videos of stuff and they can't explain the things that they're seeing. These right. are pilots. And they're like, they know for sure that that's not a regular aircraft and doesn't maneuver like that. Right. And uh, a lot of these fouls are sealed and, you know, those guys have clearances and, right. you know, they end up retiring and a lot of, one of the Air Air Force guys who's retired was like, yo, I definitely seen stuff that, you know, just like I was pulled up an article, excuse me. Um, it is from 1991. It's, uh, one of the Russian, uh, astronauts. And they they were saying there's hey, listen, there's billions of stars out there in the universe that must have some sort of life form. Absolutely. Uh, will they be like you and me made up of carbon and, and, and nitrogen? Maybe not, but you can't negate the fact that they're out there and right. we're not trying to be like, Hey man, we, we're going to get this conspiracy. Like we're talking about conspiracy podcast. We're talking about like you actually really think that we are the only life form on this earth on now, earth. Like, well, not oh, you're talking about the, the, or talking the, about universe. the universe. Oh, no, 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 no. In the entire universe. And, and, and it's just like, hey, you go back and you eat. There's, there's, the, the Pentagon has a secret government program research uh, of uh, UFOs and how many videos they have of UFOs or, or flying discs or, or things that they can't explain or things that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's tons of research out here that. Did you ever hear about the one? I think, I think the pilot came out of Fort Knox. And uh, he ended up chasing this thing and ended up killing the guy. Ended up like he was like a like a, a famous fighter pilot guy, 
and this thing was flying over. They they shot. I'm pretty sure he flew out of Fort Knox. I, he died. He his plane crashed like somewhere around um, uh, Lebanon, Kentucky. You know, oh. right there on the border. Yeah, you gotta Google that, man. Like Lebanon UFO, Lebanon Kentucky pilot died. This is like in the fifties, chasing UFO or Fort Knox pilot chases UFO and dies or something like that. But it was. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was in the fifties, but, uh, and he went somewhere right around, it was right around Lebanon, Kentucky is where he crashed, landed and, uh, chasing this thing. And, uh, if you think from Fort Knox to Lebanon, you're talking what? 200 miles, hundred miles, something like that. What is it? What, what do you think it is from here to Nashville? Two and a half hour drive to Nashville. So it's probably what a mm-hmm. hundred miles, 150 miles. Maybe Did you just find it. Yeah. Martel, Mantel. When was it? The fifties. Nineteen forty-eight. Okay. The twenty-five-year-old Kentucky Air National Guard pilot. Uh, Where did he fly out of? Where was it? Fort Knox. Let's see. I'm pretty I sure. Say, it was. I think it was. Um, it's either Fort Knox or was the or was that old airport that's in Louisville? Um, Stand, not standing for field. Yeah, uh, you're right. Standing for field. Got Godman Airfield, Godman Field at Fort Knox. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's where he flew out of. Yeah, and it was at Lebanon, said, right? He said he was a unusual area object near Maysville, Kentucky. Reports of westbound uh, circular object, 250 feet to 300 feet in diameter, were received in Orangeboro, Kentucky, and Irvington, Kentucky. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Says he. You never heard of that? Mantel was an experienced pilot with a history that consists of 2,167 air hours and has been honored for his part in the Battle of Normandy. So, this is not some guy that. It's not just a rinky dink yeah, pilot. This like is a like a. Pilot a who yeah, has fighter like, pilot. Yeah. You know, so looks like it says he's seen it. And the object seemed very white. They checked the binoculars, like he, he radioed in, and they and he followed it. Yeah, chased it down. But yeah. it was somewhere around Lebanon, Kentucky, I think, is where he crashed. He said the speed was greater than 500, 500 miles per hour at a level of flight. Apparently, that's, that, apparently that's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. But he died, yeah. Chasing it. Yep. And they think he shot it down. Yeah, so it says Mantel his plane got immediately taken away. Ignored suggestions that the pilot's levels were of altitude and should try to clear. Them. Yeah, it looks like he. It looked like he was like he wanted to. Like he wanted to see what was going on. I think he got too close. Yeah, <clears throat> it looks like it was possibly a cover up. I, I it sounded like a cover up to me, man. You look up that Bob Lazier. Nobody's watched that that documentary. I need to read about this, man. I'm probably later on. I'm probably gonna read about this. Like this looks very. You're welcome, man. Yeah. I throw I throw, I throw <laughs> little nuggets of information around like every it's, once it's, in a while. It's actually like it's very. It's like at a whole write up, man. Like it's. Uh, I gotta read this, man. I didn't know this. This is a there's a news release of Clinton. Oh yeah, looks like it's it's a lot of stuff on here, man. Like, yeah. He is buried. In Louisville at the Zachary Taylor National Cemetery. All right. Yeah. 
I need to read this. Yeah, you should, man. A graduate of of Mayo High School in Louisville. Joined the U.S. Army Air Corps in 1943. I'm telling you, Tony, man, there's like, like, there's some weird shit like this going on. Yes, yes, man. I mean, he's he's got a distinguished flying cross. The Normandy, he landed in Normandy Air Medal. The Oakley, I mean, he's 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 a hero, man. Like, it's not like um, this is, and it says this this was headlines. The incident was subject to headlines all across the country, you know. So I mean, it wasn't something that you know was quiet. Like, have I blown your mind today? You are, man. (laughs) It's completely blown. But Bob Lazier, man, he, he he talked about this site outside of Las Vegas called S Four was the name of the installation, and what his what he says is that he was hired in the late eighties to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology, and he's wrote a book called Dreamland. But here's the deal, man, like they keep uh, they keep bashing him and t- you know telling him he's crazy years and years and years and years and years about being crazy and stuff like that. he's went under lie detectors and passed uh all this stuff uh come to find out <laughs> later you know all everything he's talking about is is showing up true there was a there was a facility outside las vegas called s4 there was yeah. you know what i'm saying I'm, so i'm looking i'm looking at a bob was there no i'm looking at it it's not area for it's not area 51 real u.s secret base for hiding ufos is revealed it is that is what you're talking about yeah s4 s4 yeah. hey, you know here's the thing though man area 51 this i think the government has done this shit forever i think i think like fort knox for is a good example like the national depository right there's one in new york city there's one in law there's one in uh in fort knox right there's two like bullion depositories where the gold's supposed to be, where our foundation's supposed to be, right? I've thought for years that that Fort Knox is. What's the matter? That I'm reading this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any of this stuff. You're man. welcome. You're welcome, yeah. Tony. That that uh, this is what this is what smoking pot does for you, man. <laughs> um, that uh, uh, which is what we're not doing. No, we're not doing that. All but. Right. Um, uh, I, I've always thought that the government like builds, builds buildings because they they've got Absolutely. the money to do whatever the hell they want to do, and the focus goes on these buildings. But but really, there's like a barn silo in Iowa that's got a underground bunker that's got that's where the gold really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my grandfather told me one time. He drove trucks for the army when he when he got when he got out, when Vietnam and everything was over with. His last job for the army was he was a, he was a trucker. He drove semis, mm. and he was telling me about this place in West Virginia, and he was telling me about this place in Colorado <clears throat> that he would drive to. And he said you'd pull in this elevator that the entire semi would fit in this elevator, and I remember as a kid going, "He's full of shit, man. He's lying." Years later. There is a facility in West Virginia, and there is a facility in Colorado that have that's like in a mountain underground bunker. And I kept going, and he's full of shit, man. He don't know what he's talking about. You know, it 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 has to exist because the thing is, here's the thing: people with their minds will be warped. Yeah, you got a lot of people. 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm with I it. I think they're doing it to save the 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 sanity and minds of, of of Americans. But here's the thing: they can't hide it. No, they can't. Like I'm reading this S four stuff, and they're talking about like things that are being held that in uh, Wrights Patterson Air Force Base, like a lot of UFO. They're saying a lot of UFO wreckage and stuff that people can't explain has been divided between different areas. Uh, Area, Area 51 is a top secret air base. The CIA and the military have tested super secret aircraft for years to come. So people see the the aircraft that they're testing. Right. But there are things that are there from the crashes in different places, and they're separating them from there to Rice Air Force Base, to Rice Patterson Air Force Base. And we don't know what is in the gold vault. That's what I'm saying. We don't have a clue. Not one single thing. My dad, my dad said he got a chance. He was on uh, a uh, a uh, a duty where he ha- he actually got a chance to go in the go vault. Right. But this he, is when he was in the army. Yeah. Okay. Never seen. Only thing he said where he was at, it was a room full of tapes. <laughs> it was it just tapes. Just just did nothing. he said he didn't see nothing. He didn't see no go. Just seen tapes. I've seen, and, but the, there's bunches. There's you know how big the gold vault is. Oh yeah, we're, and I'm sure he wasn't. He may not have authorization because I talked to my dad about his clearances and stuff. Because I have a clearance, and he was like at the time, you know, I think he had like a secret and kind of nothing, nothing like super serious. Right. So he wouldn't have been on the level, right, to where he could see anything in the first place. So I'm like, it's probably all types of shit in there, like the Nixon, like Nixon tapes and all that. Well, I'm not JFK saying that, stuff. You know, I'm just, I'm, there's probably tons of stuff in 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 different areas. And I've always heard like all the important documents. There's like copies in there, oh, yeah. and like. Uh, but I've always heard like there's like crown jewels of others. Like other countries pay the United States. It's kind of like a a bank, yeah. uh, safety box. It's We're like, never gonna know what's in there. Never gonna know what's in. <laughs> no, no, we'll never know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in our kids' kids' lifetime, maybe it'll be yeah. like a museum where it'll be like, yeah, this is where all the gold used to be. But, but, uh, but, yeah, yeah, we we don't, we don't know. You, you gotta be and, pretty. Uh, you gotta be pretty dense to think that they're not keeping stuff from. Because if you told Americans right now, not just Americans, anybody, right? Hey man, there's aliens living among us. People would go looking for them. <laughs> And here's the thing, Tony. I mean, this country was founded by Masons. That's correct. So, if there's anybody, if there's any organization or group that's that that appreciates secrets and 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 sleight of hand Mm. and 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 keeping keeping secrets safe and solid. Yeah. It's it's the Masons. And when you look and when you look at the history of this country from day one <laughs> yeah, nothing, the Masonic nothing's nothing ever seems like it actually is. Right. That's I mean that's what the whole yeah. the whole thing is based on. So I mean it's like symbols, signs, numbers. Right. You're never gonna understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is and it, and it's not hidden. It's no, in plain sight. You just don't understand what it is, and that's what I was getting at with like this S four thing. So like, you build the or the gold vault. The gold vault's a good example. You build the gold vault, right? Yeah. And everybody drives past it. it's on right on a main that's friggin' correct. drag. Clean. Everybody says, "Damn, man, they spent two years building this monstrosity." Did you see all the concrete trucks that yeah. are going in there? And then they say, "We're putting all the gold in it," right? Yeah. But like I said, like there could be a a mountain 
Yeah. And it, it could be behind Mount Rushmore. Yeah. They could have put Mount Rushmore up there because they, to, 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 and by, there could be. Sleight of hand, man. Yeah. Sleight of hand. The it's, goal could very well be in Utah. Yeah. And people don't even know. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Where's, where's the, where's the, the Grand Canyon? Yep. Nobody knows. Nobody understands the Grand Canyon, right? Well, I mean, you really can't. Do you think there's something that's possibly in the Grand Canyon? Oh, absolutely. Come on, man. All these great, all these, all these, you know, what do they call them? Uh, state parks. Yep. You know, that can never be destroyed. Yep. They're sep- they're, they are protected. Yep. Why do you think these places are protected? Yep. Nobody ever thinks about that. Nobody man. ever thinks about it. I'm and I'm I'm opening your eyes a little bit. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, like a lot of people don't really. And I'm not. I'm not bullshitting people. Like you, people, y'all have to understand that nothing, everything is in plain sight for you to see. You just don't understand it. That's it. And so it's like if you really think about it and be like, man, why are all these state parks protected? Why is this protected? Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? Why can't we ever? You know what I'm saying? Like, but and Teddy Roosevelt's the one that started the state park system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Here's here's where here's where what I've always felt like if a president <laughs> it's like okay here's the deal like JFK was so adamant like the country was in the middle of Vietnam Tonyo mm-hmm. the country was was going broke and JFK refused to back off the space program we had we had to get somebody on the moon before anybody else now we may not have ever got anybody on the moon but we may look like we got somebody on the moon right yeah yeah yeah. but jfk was willing to spend deplete the entire economy to get us on the moon before russia right Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of conspiracies about that too like stanley kubrick did like that was completely done in hollywood and all this other shit but let's say we did realistically get somebody on the moon right what was the reason? Because it wasn't just we got to get somebody on the moon. Why do we have to beat Russia to get in space first? Why do we have to beat Russia to get on the moon? What is on the moon? Because me and you ain't never going to go to the fucking moon. What's on the moon that was so important That's and correct. significant? That's correct. Hey, man, and there's so many important people that are word mess. Excuse me, Masons. You don't know what was put on the moon. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm just. I mean, and did and did you know that Theodore Roosevelt was amazing? I did. You ever wonder why state parks are protected? I mean, I don't want y'all to be like, man, what is he talking about? Like, you like, let me look this up. Look it up. I'm just saying. Well, that's know? why I brought like, the Masonic yeah, stuff like, up. Like, and and he was known to visit Masonic lodges during his presidency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. While he was president, he was, you know, still traveling. You know, that's that's what us, you know, what Mason say. He was still traveling. He was still doing these things, and it's like the meeting he, the meetings he were having, the people he was meeting with. You don't think they were saying, "Hey, man, this is what you." Yep. Come on, man. If you really think about, I remember I was telling somebody the other day how many presidents were Mason. It's it's an enormous amount. It's a a lot, at least half. At least the president's or basis, and and I'm not not trying to like you know uh, give you the full education, you know, you know, but it's it's you know when you dig deep into it, man, 
you know, how many presidents, you know, they're saying like multiple. And I'm not going to give you the exact number. You guys can look it up for yourselves. But um, how many presidents were 33rd Masons? You know, you get Harry Truman, Gerald Ford, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Warren G. Harden. Go look and see what each one of those presidents done, what they put into the system. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's 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 a lot, man. It's it's even more. I'm just giving you a little a little piece of it, man. Like, but there's multiple, multiple ones: George Washington, James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, James Polk, James Buchanan, Andrew Johnson, Garfield, McKinney. I mean, Taft. I mean, Harry S. Truman, Jeff. I mean, the list goes on, man. Like all of those presidents. Within their tender, what did they do? What did they put in the system? You know, what did they put in our government? Because our government was built on masonry, you know? Yep. Like George Washington initiated it November 4th, 1752. Have you ever been to Washington, D.C.? Have. Have you ever paid attention to the buildings? Of course. Have you ever seen the signs and the symbols? That's correct. It's, it's, it's. Have you ever seen the way Washington D.C.'s laid out aerial it's view? Aerial view, yes. Yeah. I have a I have a picture of that. You it's, know what I'm it's wild, man. Yeah. Well, I had a picture of that, but yeah, like I have plenty of plenty of books, you know, and um, it's it's something that people don't understand, man. Like it's it's like, hey, man, like it's it's a large variety, you know, of 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 our leadership. Like uh, 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 the what is it? Declaration of Independence. Who was in the room during the Declaration of Independence? You ever look at their picture? Yeah. Th- there is somebody in the room that is not spoken of. About Frederick Douglass. And like people do not under they don't. If you look at the picture, you pull it up. There is a figure in that room that people never talk about. In fact, he's not even spoken of. You know what I'm saying? Who are we talking about? I'm just saying. I, I'll show you later. But <laughs> he's in that room. He's African American. He's never spoke of. He's not even on the docket. He ain't even. He's not even written that he was in the room. I knew the African American guy you know on the saying? picture, but I thought I, was that not Frederick Douglass? No, no. There's so, another guy. Yeah. So, huh? It, and it's like, like you get a two dollar bill. You had a two dollar bill. Yeah, in my wallet. I don't have my wallet. You look on the back of the two dollar bill, and you look in there, and you see it, and, and it's on the two dollar bill. You ever wonder why the two dollar bill is not in circulation anymore? Why? That's one of the reasons why the two dollar bill is not in circulation anymore. Like Freemasonry is 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 a, is a lot of stuff you dig into, right? You right. know, just like the whole. Oh, I did know that. It's like the whole. I did yeah, know that. It's a whole lot of stuff that people don't see, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's a wonderful story. Hey man, listen, and I will. You know, I, I myself am am a, am amazing, and, and I love the journey. I'm not gonna tell you know everything I know and things like that. And, and I love. I want to stay alive. I want to see my kids you know, grow up. But I mean, my thing is just like it's 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 a it's some stuff that people don't understand. Right. So if I if I'm learning this stuff and I you know I'm. And I'm thinking, okay, all this. Um, and, and when I became one, I'm like, all this stuff is like I've never known. 
why wasn't this stuff in our history books? Why, why didn't we learn this? Like, I don't understand. Why are they keeping this from us? So when it goes to the <laughs> alien thing, right? If they keep all this stuff from us, right? you don't think that they're keeping the, the, the alien stuff from us? Yep. Oh, come on, man. That's why I keep like, people is like, yeah, I don't think so, man. It's not, nah, man, it, it's, it's out there. You we got a lot of narrow-minded people too that don't want to. That don't want to. Um, there's a and, and they're smart. You know, uh, human nature is most people don't. Um, they just want to believe what they believe and live their life and go about their life and stuff. It's the people that are that are uh, that are out trying to um, trying to to learn well i mean and, and that's kind of what the masons today the 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 current masonic yeah lodges and stuff are more like you know they don't recruit no you ask and you're given the opportunity to to learn you know but you have to go to them that's correct you know? and, and and a lot a lot of these organizations are that way but uh you know if you really dig my, my grandfather was the uh was a uh I don't know what you call him, but he taught a lot of guys. You know, yeah. you overhear yeah. a lot of things. You know, coach, coach, he coached mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, so you, so you, you know, you pick up some things here and there, and then you know, you can, you know, the power of the internet and the power of, yep, you can find anything you want. You can, you know? man. And uh, you know, so it's it's uh, you, you really get to diving into things, and you realize that uh, you know, a lot of things that you think. <clears throat> You think it's going on in the world really aren't the way that you see them. No. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, hey, yeah. Man, to it's, be one, you got to ask one. That's right. That's how it is, man. Yep. But, uh, moving on. Uh, hey, man, I'm looking at this NBA bubble playoff. Right. How do you feel like everything is going with the playoffs? And do you feel like there's some teams that are struggling? that are probably going to get put out? Or do you feel like, hey, they're going to wake up pretty soon? What, what, what do you feel? I think that the Lakers are going to wake up. Did you watch the Did you watch? I game? watched it. I watched it. But How'd you feel The Blazers are hot. I Yo, mean, the, man, the hottest. Dang, somebody got to get on day. Them and the Suns are the hottest two teams in in, in professional basketball right now. You can't stop game time. Now, now, the Bucks. I don't really believe in the Bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I I just Giannis has not elevated his game to a point to where I feel like he is deserving of MVP level discussion. Hmm. I think I think Giannis is a very good player. Oh yeah, he's a great player. But in the world of of seven foot guys that can dribble, he's not Kevin Durant. Uh. Hasn't really developed a three-point shot. Hasn't really developed a long-range jump shot. Hasn't really developed much of a free-throw game. Uh, t- yeah, I he, can see that. He yeah. can fly through the air. He can he can post guys up. He can super freaky athletic block, rebound. I mean, he could do everything. But I don't see Giannis uh, as like – to me, I I just feel like his MVP is kind of overrated. I think he's a good ball player. I think he's I think he's really done an excellent job of developing his body, and uh, but I just don't see in the Bucks the 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 role players with him. Eric Bledsoe isn't isn't 
and, and he's a Kentucky guy, but Eric Bledsoe isn't isn't strong Don't enough you to. Dear. <laughs> Don't you dare! And Henson, although he's made All Star game, not Henson. What's his name? What's the what's the shooting guard small forwards? Middleton. Name? Middleton. Yeah, he's made All Star games, and, and he's a hell of a player, man. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> he really is, man. He spreads the floor. He can shoot the three. He can, he's a good defender. I'm gonna All give right. you my hot take. Middleton's not any better than 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 uh, than Danny Green is on the Lakers. Oh no, he's way better than Danny. If you Green. take Middleton, give me somebody else. If man. you take Middleton out and you put <laughs> you put Green in in hey, Milwaukee, yo, give, me, hey, give me somebody else, man. Like that, you gotta give me like uh, what's somebody off the Clippers? Which one? Lou Lou Williams. He's on Lou Williams level. Middleton is. Yeah. Man, he, I feel like lie. he can score at will. Milton's Jamal Crawford. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, I think Green still. Is, I think Green, Green and Milton are pretty are pretty close. Green's a step down. Not far. Green can't. But <laughs> when you need a bucket and, and you don't, and you can't get Giannis to score. Middleton is the is the second best option. And I, I think Giannis is on his way out. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you can't get LeBron or AD to score, who's the third option? Coos. Yeah, Coos. Yeah. You know who's not the third option? Oh, yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. But that's because, that's because you know, that Milwaukee ain't got a Coos, man. Well, you know, I mean, Milwaukee's got a decent bench, man. You can't, uh, you can't deny that they don't have a decent bench. They got, have you looked at Milwaukee's bench? The Orlando Magic from top to bottom are are built to beat Milwaukee. Oh, I liked it. I like uh Orlando. Yeah. Vucevic or whatever the center is an all star caliber player. Fultz, Philadelphia gave up on him way too soon. Hey man. Well, I don't know. You know. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Orlando is way better. So you look at you got Giannis, you got Middleton, right? You got Giannis' brother. Yeah, but he's 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 you watered got, down Giannis. Yeah, you got Cal Corver, you got the guy from was it was it Virginia, the point guard. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's there. Now you got that white kid that played for Villanova. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of his name right DJ, now. Yeah, DJ Wilson, Robin Lopez, Pat uh old buddy from uh, Notre Dame. Pat Conigan, you know what I'm saying? You got Wesley Matthews, Marvin Williams, George Hill, Frank Mason, Mason III. I mean, they got a squad, man. I guess. No, I need you guess. They got a squad. I still just, I, I think, I think they're, they're just, there's a lot of, there's about seven or eight teams that are better. Hey, That's hey, how I feel. I'm not 100% you sure. You might be right. Or no, you, not you, better. I mean, you might be right. But what I'm saying, like, I think that the way they're built, with their players that they have some people that can come off the bench and it can make you work. Yeah. Okay. But so does, but no better than, uh, well, the Clippers. Yeah. Clippers. Uh, I like the Clippers, but they, they, they severely, uh, if they don't, how do you feel? If you think they won't, they don't win, they'll do well this year. You think they're going to get rid of doc? I don't know if they'll get rid of doc. I think they'll blow up. I think they've got, uh, I think they got their core, they really screwed up letting DeAndre Jordan and and personally, I think they kind of screwed up letting DeAndre Jordan leave. Um, I like DeAndre. 
Kawhi's Kawhi to me is I've never been can I say something go ahead you're probably gonna say what I'm thinking I've never been a huge Kawhi fan I'm not a huge Kawhi fan either and like he don't like when I when I hear the Clippers are playing I don't be like oh man gotta go watch Kawhi yeah you know what I'm saying like I mean he's solid no, no, he's 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 a great player. And but I hate top. when they put him on the level of other superstars and I do make too. him seem like he is like too. to hop fifty. I would take I would take if you know I was he's building on, me we was reading that list one time. You know, he was on the top fifty list. I think he well he wasn't in the top fifty, I don't think. I think he was like Has he won an MVP? I don't, I don't know, think he has. has. I, don't I don't think, think he has. I, he's won a finals he MVP. May. I think he definitely won a finals MVP. I think I he's think won he's two. Won. I think he won with the Spurs and the Raptors. You're right. right. He, he's won a finals MVP. I don't think he's won a regular NBA season. MVP. I don't think he has either. It, to me, he's not in. He he wouldn't be. I think I could. I think I think I could legitimately sit here and think of ten players I would take on a team before I would take him. Me and you both. Not saying he's not talented. Not saying his defense isn't great. I mean, I think he's a great defensive player. I know oh, he's, he's one of defensive hell, players he's one of the year. Best defensive players. But. I'm looking at the list right now by the I mean, year. He went to I a Toronto him, team with a – I don't see him on the list of NBA players by year. He should be on the all-NBA team. I think no, he's I'm the looking first at team or something. NBA but, history of MVPs throughout the years. I don't think, I don't think he's won an MVP He has anymore. not won an MVP. Because I don't think – I don't think – you know, when he won in San Antonio, you know, he had Duncan. LeBron's on here quite, Parker. quite a bit. LeBron should be on there. It's a, probably the third greatest player that's ever picked up a basketball. You get between the last three years, 19, 2019 Giannis, 2018 James Harden, 17 Westbrook. That's six, another one I think is overrated. 16 and 15 back-to-back Stephen Curry, 14 Kevin Durant. The rest of it is LeBron, LeBron, Derrick Rose, LeBron, LeBron, <laughs> Kobe, Dirk, Steve Nash. I mean, it's it's – Kawhi ain't on here. He ain't win one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on here quite a bit. Damn. Kareem dominated for like twenty years, man. He went from full on Afro to full. Just looking on at this list, like Kareem is, is horseshoe. Sheesh. Kareem's Kareem was a bad man. You gotta yeah. think, man. Nobody could guard that damn yeah. hook shot, you man. You can't do nothing with that. He was seven one, seven two. He was athletic. He was strong. He was in a very he was in a very white NBA. <laughs> it, it, it was funny, man. It's like the level of separation. Like Kareem won his first one in nineteen seventy one. Mm-hmm. He won it again in seventy two, seventy four, seventy six, seventy seven. 1980, like he was like good throughout his years. You know what I mean? Oh, he was great. Yeah, like, like he stayed he, good. He, as he got older, he still won. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he retired in like 85 or 86. And then you, you, you got those years where Magic and Michael went back and forth. Yeah, the early 90s. Magic, 87, 88, Michael Jordan, 89, Magic, 90, Magic, 91, Jordan, 92, Jordan, 93, Barkley. Elijah, David Robinson, Jordan, Malone, Jordan. Like it's like he's like right. It's like they just just stay with. But you got to remember Elijah, Malone, those guys when they won that MVP, they were having they had like their greatest season ever. Barkley, like Barkley, Barkley went to the Suns. That, yeah, Barkley had that was that was the year he won it. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. he went to the Suns. <laughs> 
He went to a great team. They went to the finals, lost to Jordan. And, and yeah, Barkley was unreal. But here's, here's the thing about Barkley. This goes back to Giannis. This, we're going to go full circle now. Like, Barkley developed a three-point shot. Barkley developed. He had a low post game in in Philadelphia. He had a, freakishly athletic. Barkley in his younger years. Yes. Yeah. But Barkley, just like Giannis, but Barkley developed a mid range jump shot. This game changed. He developed a free th- free throws. Yeah. He developed a three point shot. Like when he was in Phoenix, he was knocking down threes. Well, it's like that's like uh, Vince, right? Yes. It's like Vince Carter. Like that's Vince, a very good example. Vince was a a freak. Yep. Dunk on you. Mid range game was solid, you know. Drop step, eat, he's eat you alive. Next thing you know, it he start pulling his game more towards the three point line. Right, and them legs, man. Them legs start to go. Yeah, man. He then next thing you know it, man. He was almost a three point specialist towards yep. the end of his career. Yep. Uh, Jonas is, and I, 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 I mean, I like Jonas. He seemed like he seemed like a super personable, like, like a really down to earth superstar. But he just, I, I just don't him. see. I grab a beer with him. I just think he's overrated. I think I think Kawhi's overrated. I definitely think Kawhi's overrated. I don't be honest, that's a I think James that's, Harden's that's, overrated. That's a hot take you got you just said that. That's a real James hot Harden take. bothers me a lot too. Like <laughs> I tell you somebody else I think's hugely overrated is Jimmy uh, Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's I agree with that. Hugely overrated. I agree with that. For what he does. Now like like Kimba Kimber's underrated. Underrated. Yep. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the dude on. Uh, Kimber's underrated. I, I think that. Um, where's the kid from Louisville? Rozier. I think. He oh, no, uh, Mitchell. Mitchell's like going to be a superstar. I think Rozier's underrated. I think Mitchell's underrated. You know who else I think is underrated? People don't talk about Jamal Murray. Oh yeah, definitely. He he just ain't coming into his own yet, and he's on a like a deep that that Nuggets team is like, like whoever super. whoever the GM is over there. Congratulations, Jokic is like, like he, they got a squad and 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 you always kills me, man. Is like there's that that cat that plays for Memphis that uh, they used to play for Toronto. Vush, uh, Vil, Vil, yeah, I know you talking. I can't think of his name now. Yeah. The center. Uh, Jokic, uh, uh, what's that kid that plays for Portland? That the center, uh, Newfork or whatever his name is. It's uh, you know, what I'm talking about the yeah. the center with well, Dan. No, when everybody's trying to build these super teams, nobody ever tries to grab snatch one of those guys. Up. I would definitely. That's where I would go with. Could you imagine AD and LeBron and Jokic Could on the same team together? AD, LeBron and Sabonis' son. Yes. But nobody ever looks at that kind of stuff, man. It blows my mind. It's like, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that always blows my mind. Like I would take him in a minute, man. Yeah, I literally would take him. You know who else I think is going to turn out to be a real good player? Bobo. Oh my! I do that when they. I can't believe that many people overlooked him. That was unreal. His thing is though is is it, it was his dad's problem too. It's like his dad's knees and start stuff yeah. started to go early. He's got to hit the lower, but he's got a bulk up, man. I know, I know. People say that all the time. I think they say he's a lot more. He's put in a lot more muscle on himself. I don't see it, but people say he. Has I just put don't think those muscle. guys can gain weight, man. I it's think like, they can, man. I really think they can. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think they want to though. You know, it's like Matumbo, man. Matumbo never really. Matumbo was huge, though. Matumbo was bulky. You think so? Hell yeah! I don't want to fuck with Matumbo. If I see what's on, I'll go the other way. 
Still to this day, right now. You see Matemba. <laughs> that was a that was another <laughs> underrated. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Not a lot of people talking about Matemba. I think he was one of the greats. But it's like the, this he gets kid left for, out. He gets left out of a lot of conversations. This kid for uh, uh, Donich for Dallas. Yeah. This kid's like Luca. Yeah, Luca. Yeah. Luca unreal, man. Yeah, man. He's a flat out hooper, man. But you gotta remember those guys from Europe. I mean, Europe leagues and stuff like that. They've been professionals since they were like teenagers. There's so many turns. If I'm not mistaken, though, wasn't he wasn't he playing like professional basketball at the age of sixteen? Yeah, I think so. Like I he's been so. he's been hooping with grown men for a while. Didn't it always seem like Dallas. Dallas has always got like a solid group of dudes. They do. They just can't get over that hump. They man. just can't ever get over that hump. And they got to get a coach. Who's over here coaching right now? Uh, Carlisle, Rick Carlisle. They got to get a. He's he's not the one. Yeah, but he won he won a championship with him. <laughs> I just. It's time for a change, man. One of the sneakiest. So he's so so we were, last week we were talking about the Pelicans, right? Okay. And they just fired Gentry. Gentry. Yep. Right? Should Who have. do you think would be like? I was talking to Jerry, and Jerry was like, "Man, he don't think." I mean, Teron Lue. How you feel about Teron Lue? I think Teron Lue's the next guy up. I think he Tyrone Lue's either going to be coaching. They hired somebody for the Knicks job, didn't they? Well, they I hired think Kenny Payne. Yeah, he's not the head. Not coach. the head coach. They, yeah. they, they they got they got a. Uh, they did hire a new Knicks coach. We are on the segways today. You know that we actually. Hey, <laughs> hey man, hey, we are professionals. Uh-huh. We're getting better. We're getting I'll better. Tell you, man. Hey, 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 we are. Pro- I mean, I'm telling you guys, we are professional. We're getting better every episode, man. You know, I'm just it, it, it boggles my brain how well we're doing here. I'm waiting for that call, man. They'd be like, hey. Listen, <laughs> who they hire, man? I can't remember who they hire now. Who is the? Uh, I need it don't know. matter. He's gonna have the job for like. I bet you Kenny Payne's the the head coach of that team by by uh yeah by by the mid season. Yeah, Kenny Payne's gonna be coaching that entire squad by mid season. But uh, I think that's why they were so adamant. But man, what sucks is Ocal was like. Did you see after he left, like Cal was like, I don't ever try to hold anybody back. Yeah. When the kids want to leave, when the coaches want to leave, you know, I said, I hate, I hate to see them go, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to, but he said that, that Payne was like his number one, like that was going to be his replacement. Yeah. That's why he didn't take the Louisville job and everything, you know, cause he, see Payne went to Louisville. Yeah. I know, yeah. I often wondered like why he didn't take the Louisville job. Cause Cal said after he left, Cal said, I told him. That this was his job to take. Can I say this? He'll be back. I think I, so. I think he'll come back, and I think Cal will be like, "Hey, man, I'm getting ready to retire," and I think Kenny Payne would end up being a head coach. I do too. I think Cal still got another ten years in him, though. And Payne probably knows that. Cal's yeah. got about five. Man. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. He's young though, man. Really, in coach years, he's young. You talk about the Dean Smiths and shit. He was one of the main ones talking about colleges should do the bubble. Was he? Yeah, he would. Cal's big on the bubble talk. You know what I'm saying? Which I don't, I don't, I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's gonna be great, man. Cal, I know a lot of people don't like Cal. You know, they they don't like the 
the whole. He doesn't think he's an X's and O's coach, but I think he is a hell of a uh, a recruiter. He's a motivator too. Yeah, but I don't. Man, I don't know. I don't. Did they did, have they hired a new head coach over there? Where it's like they're surrounding the Knicks players with oh, Tom Thibodeau. Oh, it's a terrible hire. Okay, Knicks welcome new coach Tom Thibodeau. Then Knicks have named Kenny Payne as assistant coach. So you get Tom Thibodeau, you get Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne's the man in waiting. Tom Thibodeau <laughs> loses his job within about six to eight months, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. not. I didn't realize it was Thibodeau. If if now that no, I know this, man, listen, man, Thibodeau, he he's been around the league for a while. He's been where's his success mostly came from? Chicago. He went to Timberwolves for a little bit too, right? Yeah, the the problem with Thibodeau is, is like he wants like a like a super defensive team, and that's not happening. Yeah. Well, he got a decent, is a decent roster over there. He can. That was always Thibodeau's problem. Was it was like he was too uh, aggressive. That's why. But Kenny Payne's a good hire. Then Kenny Payne's a great hire. Well, that if that's the case, then Kenny can, Kenny is a good developmental coach. He brings the best out of uh, players. He reaches players where other coaches can't. Yep. He gets them to uh, gets them to to dig deep into that spot. Didn't it? I mean, you got R.J. Barrett over. There. You know what I'm saying? You uh, get the Knicks got a decent team. Randall. Uh, yeah, they got Barrett. They got Randall. They got Knox. Kevin Knox. You know what I'm saying? They got uh, uh, Frank Nick. Uh, the what's his name? The They're probably gonna Frank, pick up the ball kids in the draft. Mitchell Robinson, Dennis Smith Jr. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Portis. Like they got they got a squad, man. Like they they. They're not lacking, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just they're lacking leadership. You know what I'm saying? They got to get a coach that, that that the players respond to. And the players always – I've always looked at Kenny Payne. He's every player that comes to Kentucky. They brought Kenny Payne in for one reason. They Every player that comes into Kentucky, they, they say one name. Yep. And they're always like, hey. They brought Kenny Payne in Ken, for one Kenny Payne, reason. Kenny Payne, man. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, he does love Kenny Payne. Yep, he loves Kenny Payne. That's that's a good hire. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you still got Knox. They said Knox was happy. They said he was ecstatic. Oh, I think it's a, it's a good hire. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, I, I think it's good, man. Pay attention to the next guys. Pay attention to the to the Nizics. All right, <laughs> it's gonna be a good deal, man. So, who's your uh, Who's your sleeper in this in this bubble in this NBA bubble? Man, um, I don't know, man. Hayward just went down for Boston. I know. I think Boston Brown and Tatum solid. You know what I'm saying? And then I look at like, you know who I think nobody's talking about? Who? Houston. Oh, I thought you were out of New York. I said Houston. Nobody's talking about Houston. And nobody's talking about the Raptors. The Raptors are gritty. They're 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 testing. They're scrappy, man. That that kid, the Siakam, is legit, legit. They're uh, scrappy. I, I, those are the two teams I think that nobody's talking about. And I'm like, hey, man, people forget about the Raptors, and people forget about Houston because Houston's in the West, right? Right. And there's so many good teams in the West, right? Mine's the Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Nuggets. They ain't there yet. No. 
They're not there yet. Um, Here's my question. Why did the Houston trade away Clint Capella? Do you think that was stupid? He, I think it was a money move. I think he's a, he's a heck of a player. I tell you what, man. though, man. He did. He did uh, Atlanta is, I think, a player away now. Uh, I agree with you there. Uh, because of that, when, when they got Capella, I think they knew that Capella was young. Ken Capella, John Collins, lock up that right there. Yep, yep, all locked right. it up. You know what I'm saying? And then all you really got to do is surround Trey. You know what I'm saying? Still got Cam Reddish over there. Uh, Cam Reddish was the was the last year's draft yeah. pick. That was a big one. Jeff Teague's still there. He's solid. But if they get, you know what I'm saying? if you, that kid from Georgia you, goes there, you don't like him, but Scout's there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a bench filler, but if uh, if they get Edwards, just th- think about this. Uh, if they get, I feel like they're getting every mock draft I see, they're they're, they're getting Edwards. And if they get Edwards, jeez Louise, man, they're, they're automatically in it. They're automatically in it. I, it's I, gonna be a problem. Yep. It's gonna be a problem, man. Yep, I agree. They already got Hunter over there. I love DeAndre Hunter, the kid from Virginia. Yep, yep, solid. Yo, man, like they, I think their GM is doing a great job too. Yep. So I'm just like. Hey man, what else do you need to do? What else do you need to do? I tell you, who GM's not doing a good job is why is Kenny Smith is uh what's he called Philadelphia? I like those loafers he got going. Did you hear what he said about uh, Dame the other day? What was he saying? That Dame has got more uh, uh, more range than Steph Curry. Do you agree with it? Steph Curry clapped back quick. What did he say? <laughs> Pretty much told him he must be smoking something. <laughs> he said, "You can't be serious." I think that was the reply. I was like, "Man, you can't be serious." I don't know, man. Dame be out there, man. Dame's out there, man. But Steph range. He, he be shooting from. He be shooting from the uh, the logo. The other night <laughs> that he hit that one from the logo, but then he came back and hit another one from the, almost the same spot. I think there's a lot of NBA players who could do that, though. Yeah, name name me three. Bron. Man, shit. Hey, man, listen. Hey, thanks for you guys listening to the hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't believe that, man. Hey, man. Braun will shoot a half court shot like a free throw, man. Okay. Kid from Atlanta. The kid we were just talking about from Atlanta. Got range. What's his name? Uh, Trey? Yep. Yeah, he's Uber. Uh, Steph's brother. Steph, get the oh my god! Hey man, where's the man, where's the where's the pure right Hennessy? <laughs> I've been drinking. That's probably not the problem. <laughs> That's what I've been drinking. Uh, oh man, oh, come on! Are you serious? You don't think Steph's brothers got rage? Yeah, Steph's got rage. Uh, I don't think so. Kimba, Kimba, I think Kimba has range. I think Kim, I think like you said it earlier, Kimba, he's he's extremely underrated. When they were talking, when when LeBron's last year or two years in Cleveland when they were talking about uh, trading for Kimba on a one-year deal, I kept thinking, man, if they get Kimba, they may actually keep LeBron. When they, <laughs> I thought that would be great, man. Kimba at, yeah. at Cleveland. Oh, man. They said they didn't think he'd stay. But they said, he would know, definitely stay. If, if, Bron he probably, if Bron signed up, he would have stayed. He yeah. would have stayed, man. They, they screwed Cleveland up when they wreaked got to. Uh, havoc on uh, – yeah. Kevin Love, man, that's when they screwed it up. Man, what's going on with Kevin Love? Hey, you know what I like about Kevin Love? I like Kevin Love. He's honest. Yep. I like Kevin Love. I just don't – I didn't like his fit on that team. And I felt like they could have got two – instead of getting three superstars, they could have got two superstars and then two Bs 
to fill the void. I think I felt like a DeAndre Jordan or a uh, definitely a B, a Drummond, or which they end up getting Drummond a year later, two years later, or um, uh, or even I always thought like Butler would have been a great two to LeBron's. One. Yeah, they got Jimmy, but if Jimmy Butler yeah. went to Cleveland, like Jimmy would have stayed in that Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just, I always thought the Kevin Love thing they screwed, they screwed that up. I, but you know, when he when he came over, <laughs> I loved Kevin Love. I was like, yo, he's a superstar. He's a scorer. You can't stop that man. He's the real deal. Holyfield. He got there in Cleveland and turned into Rachmanovich. So the boss seventy seven from the Seattle Supersonics. So the boss, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bosch did the yeah, same thing, man. Yeah. It's 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 and a lot of people like they they don't want to play with uh, LeBron because of that that you know. Well, I think it's why Kawhi shot away from it. You know, Kawhi yeah. wasn't gonna be talked to that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And in Kawhi's defense, he'd won. I think Kawhi's got three championship rings. I think he won two with with San Antonio. Well, one of those, he he was just like a backup. Was he? He was like a plug-in. I thought he was like first year, second year, he was like his coming out party was, was, uh, I can't remember now. I just remember like in the beginning, I liked Kawhi a lot because he was quiet and kind of did his thing. But now he's kind of like, I don't know, just something about Kawhi just don't rub me right, man. I just don't, I don't know what it is. And I like Patrick Beverly. So, I mean, to say- He's a dog, man. Bulldog. Love him. Pit. I like uh I like the kid from Louisville that plays for, for the Clippers. Uh oh, um Harold. Harold, yeah, I like Harold, man. Harold's a dog too. That's yeah. the thing about the Clippers that nobody yeah, else has. Dogs. That's a team you well, Lou Williams. See. Lou Williams. Harold. Yeah, he ain't a dog though. Lou Williams is He's pretty. finesse. Lou Williams is pretty, you think so? pretty uh, uh pretty boy. Pretty boy, <laughs> the pretty boy swag. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I disagree, man. Yeah, I, no, I think that whole bench is tough, man. I think if you give if you give me the ball, I can get past Lou Williams right now. <laughs> I disagree. I just feel like I Lou Williams. I, I just feel like Lou Williams will get after you on defense, man. Like uh, every time I've seen him play defense, it just like. Dude, can you can you get up on him a little bit more? Like he's not a defensive. Like I, when I think about Harold, and I think about um, uh, what's his name, your boy, uh, Beverly. Beverly, and then you put an Etho in, Lou Williams, he don't match. No, but they he's need the, they need scoring. offense with those yeah, two. You know, you got you put those two. Up. He's strictly there for scoring, but you put somebody on that court that hoops, and Lou and Lou Williams gonna get lost. He can't hold nobody for real. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he gets he gets past you. you know I, I'll give you that. I'll I mean, obviously, I, I, I couldn't get past him, but I'm just saying, you know, I think I could if I gave him the right body gyration. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just hate him always putting like like LeBron. Like they always want to put like like LeBron, one big guy, a smart point guard, and a bunch of wing scores. You know, a bunch of scores, a bunch of three point shooters. I, See, I hate that. LeBron needs really good shooters. And a, and, a, and, a, and a solid point guard. I think like you put Marcus Smart with LeBron. That's the issue. Yeah, I agree with you. Him and Marcus Smart yeah. to me just would be like 
mesh perfect, man. That it's would like, be great. Yeah, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I always thought Kimba and him would work good together because I think Kimba doesn't really want to be like the superstar. He don't have to. Yeah, he don't have to be. But yeah. like, if you, if you, I thought. See, I always thought like Kyrie. I always thought, man, if they would trade Kyrie to Charlotte. Hey, man, have you ever seen Uncle Drew? I watched it. Yeah. You like it? I watched it for the first time uh, Tell me last you don't night. like it. You like it? No, man. It's I was terrible. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's terrible. There's some funny moments. Man. Acting. Like, <laughs> why did you choose Reggie Miller? Because it's a bunch of NBA. It's a, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, when the movie was started, I was like, why, why was this person casted? Like, I don't understand. Like, And the main guy. The main guy. Like Shaq. Movie. Good cast. He could act. Well, Shaq can act. Yeah. yeah. Done some. He's won some. Oscars Everybody else. Out. I was like, he won an Academy Award, didn't he? Dude, like, Prisha's name. Nate barely name? said anything. <laughs> Reggie was. I don't know why they put Reggie on that movie. I think for just for funny. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie. Why? No, no personality whatsoever. Jesus, man, I could have did a better job. Lady. Put the. Give me a wig. Why do you keep trying to plug yourself into things? <laughs> It's obvious I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just, just threw me off a little bit. Jesus. But yeah, man. Hey, so anyway, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on a couple things because we 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 are we're right on this mark. Which, by the way, man, we be doing these casts, and I be like, hey, man, I be looking at the time, I'll be like, time flies. We be doing these things, man. Jerry said the same thing. Jerry was like, I didn't realize how how quick and smooth, you know, this thing went, and I was like. And Jerry, just jump on. Just buckle your seatbelt, man, and take, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Hey, man, sit back and enjoy. All right? I'm a I'm a professional talker. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm looking at this, and I don't know if you want to talk about it, man. I'm looking at this, um, well, the two women that that have accused uh, Darius Geis of rape at LSU in 2016. The case is currently ongoing. They're talking about it right now. But my, not harping on the the actual investigation with them, but how do you think we change the situation of men, not even men, because I shouldn't say men, how do we change the situation for NCAA athletics, sexual assault on both sides, men and women, rape, what needs to change? What are the stipulations that need to change? What do colleges need to do? What do coaches need to do? What do you think it would be to stop the this? Because it's, it's happened too many times, right? Here's the situation. <laughs> This is a really weird, you don't know, you don't know if we're dealing with a bad person on, you know, you're dealing with a bad person in situations like this. You just don't know if you're dealing with a bad person from the accuser or the accused. Yeah. Uh, I think there's no way to get around it. You just gotta, I I think every coach in America tells his guys, listen, don't, don't, Go to these parties and put yourself in a position. You know, I realize you're in college. You know, you got to realize that you're a student athlete, that you're high profile. Because, I mean, that guy from LSU was like, he's on draft boards, man. Yeah, like, he's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, legit, legit. And and I'm not saying that – I'm not saying he did it. I'm not I saying that he hurt didn't his draft do it. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, I mean, unless he gets acquitted. You know, I mean, he's in the league already. It's just like it still follows him. Yeah, but it'll it, follow you. He could have that year. He Joe Mixon is a good example. Yeah. Plays for Cincinnati. Oh my gosh, yes. 
But that year he got drafted, I felt like Geis was one of the best running backs that come out. Yes. And he got his, his stocks have really dropped. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But and I'm, um, I'm just like, what do we? What can we put in place? Is there anything we could do, or there's probably nothing we can do because nobody knows. Hey, who's telling? I'm not taking. We're not going to take any sides in this in this in this in this debate. But it's like, you don't know who's telling the truth. That's it. Is the, the victim that is saying they have done this, or the person is saying, "Hey, listen, they're, they're trying to do this because I'm getting ready to make them millions of dollars." I can just put it to you like this: It's like, like as a as a father, and, and the same as you, as a father of a daughter and a father of a son. Mm-hmm. All you can do is tell your daughter not to put herself in that type of situation, and all, all right. you can do is tell your son to not put himself in that's that type correct, of situation. It's gray lines, but you're talking to females like that. And like it's like, hey man, what type of situation do you put? What how dad? How am I putting myself in a situation? All I did was wake up, put on my clothes, go to class. That's different. That ain't what they're saying. This was. Yeah. Did yeah, you read was, what this nah, was? No, nah, I get what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just saying like. There's a difference between. No, no, no. I, I get you. Grabbing somebody in a Walmart parking lot and pulling them in your car and ripping their clothes off. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and taking advantage of them. That that is. Yeah. There, there's a difference between that and going to a party, and it's kind of like the Roethlisberger thing. I'm gonna touch on that. So, Ben Roethlisberger. The story goes, he's out with with some of his boys. He's out with some of the some other some other players. They're at a bar. This girl's making uh, passes. And <clears throat> next thing you know, he follows her in the bathroom. And then she's saying he got raped and he's saying he had sex with her, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't know what happened, right? Was she setting him up? Is he actually a rapist? Or did they go in there and she didn't want to do something that he wanted to do and he said, no, I'm going to do it, and he took advantage of it? Because he's a high-profile athlete and he's used to get it. Here's here's the thing. is like I, I've had stories. Uh, I've heard stories of girls that wake up drunk and there's somebody on them, yeah. right? Or they get drugged or, or they get in a situation with an athlete and, and and athletes, it's just a, such a weird thing because it's like you got athletes that you're not 100% sure if they've got this uh, uh, God complex that I can take and conquer anything that I want, right? Yeah. You don't know. And at the end of the day, they're just not good people. You just don't know if there's a good person on what side. It's it's just it's hard to for a coach. It's hard for a coach to – you can't watch these kids all the time. And, you know, this kid from LSU, he could be the bad person or the girl that's accusing him could be the bad person. I don't know. It's kind of the Kobe Bryant thing. Yeah. I think the Kobe Bryant thing, um, from what I saw, was consensual to the point until he tried to have anal sex with her. And that's when the girl got wigged out and said no. And then it turned into rape. Right? Yeah. And there's situations like that, you know, girl goes to the, like, like Roethlisberger. I think, I think I'm pretty sure, and I, I don't want to butcher this because it's such a sensitive subject, but it's like, it's like Roethlisberger, like the, the guys that were with Roethlisberger said this girl was like on him, hovering on him, making passes at him. Now, when they went in that room, you know, there's a couple of different situations. One, she was setting him up from the, from the jump. Yeah. Two, 
she had second thoughts and he said, no, we didn't got in here. This is what's going to happen. It's going down. Yeah. Or three, she thought she was going to get one thing and then he decided he was going to do something else, you know? And that's the thing that happens all the time where a guy's like, I'm going to do this. It's a real, it's a rough thing to navigate through, man. And, and all the details haven't come out about this kid from LSU. All I can tell you is like, like my kids, like, you know, it's, it's that, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. You know, you, did your dad or mom ever tell you that mm-hmm. my dad used to tell me that all the time, man. Like, Hey, you know, you're going to go out with these guys and stuff. Just remember nothing good happens after midnight. You know, you need to get your ass, start heading home, you know, about 12 o'clock you start heading your ass home. And it's true, man. It's like, it's like, you know, if you get out there and, um, it's just, it's just, it's just really, it's, it's rough. And it, I can't imagine like trying to, uh, meet somebody at a, at a bar or a club and take them back to my room because you don't know if you're gonna, um, you know, you don't know, you just don't know people, you know? And, yeah. uh, all you can do as a coach or is it's kind of do like what you, what I try to do as a father. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell Taylor, look, you know, um, don't put yourself in that situation, you know, know the person, know the, you know, uh, be sensitive to, to if, if they start to act a certain way, don't say, no, we're here. We're going to do this. You know what I mean? I, I will always be like, man, have somebody with you, have somebody around. Like, I'm a, I'm big on the buddy system. I know that might sound weird. Yeah, man, but Jimmy, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna do it right in front of your buddy either, though. You know, and when it, when that door gets closed, it's 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 he said she said. You know what I mean? It's like it's unless like, your buddy is around. Yeah, but you know, if she comes out there screaming and hollering, and you're like, nah, man, I just you know, I just it it, it happened, and then she yeah. started going crazy. You know, it's 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 weird, it's tough, man. man. That's that's a tough that's a it's, tough subject. It's I mean, tough. you know, we and we get on here and we do hit a couple tough ones, but you know, like this is one of the ones that's like I really don't know what to say, man. I'm not gonna say that this kid from LSU is innocent or, or guilty. I'm because yeah. because as a, as a father of a of a, a, a dad a girl dad, you know. It petrifies me to think of my daughter going to college and yes. going to these frat parties and and, and or, or even high school going to these parties and stuff and these kids. And, and, and there's a lot of guys that have this. There's a lot of guys that 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 aren't willing to to accept. No. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of guys that aren't willing to accept. Uh, I've changed my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot. You know, there's a lot of guys that are like. Nah, man, we, you know, you signed up for this. We're here. It's happening. You know, you know what I mean? And that ain't right. You know, and, and really, you know, uh, you know, you know, it's right. That is right. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, but then it's, it's a sad thing is because the girl could sit there and go, I told him no. You know, and he could be like, no, nah, she told me to come to the room, you know, and then some judge going to let him. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I hate it makes me ill to think about like, you know, yeah. to have a, to have a son and a daughter, you think about both and, and to be a man and, and to, to have been in situations or, or, you know, or, you know, opportunities and stuff. It's easier just to know the person, you know what I mean? I always felt that way. Like if I'm going to have sex with somebody, I'm going to know who they are. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to know, you know, I'm not going to meet somebody at a club and, and, 
you know, take them back to their house and do the do. And then, and then that's it, you know, because a lot of times, you know, that ain't it. And you don't know who you're laying down with, you know, it's like, um, that's correct. In a lot of different ways, you don't know how they're going to act. You know, you don't know what you're allowed or not allowed to do. You don't know, uh, you know, just a bunch of stuff. It's just a bunch of stuff, man. It's just, uh, God, I can't, and I can't imagine it's, you know, it's 10 times more high profile when it's a, when it's an athlete, you know, when you got a, when you got a, uh, when you got a kid that's, uh, I didn't know Reggie Jackson played for the Clippers. Yeah. They are super deep. Stacked. Uh, gosh, dang, man, he signed a big time contract with Detroit too. Stacked. It's just a bad, uh, it's just a bad situation when you, when you're a student and gosh, damn boy, it's, it's just so weird because it is, you know, a lot of them, a lot of, I could see a lot of athletes, high profile athletes having this God complex where, you know, I can just, you know, divide and conquer anything I want to, you know, I could have anything I want. And then on the flip side of it, you know, you got a lot of girls that are seeing like, you know, you, you, you know, you think, are they seeing dollar signs? Are they seeing, I'm going to get some payout on the back end of this. It's just, it's just weird. You know, I, I can and I'll never know that you'll never know that mm-hmm. what it's like, but you know, situations like that happen all the time, man. It's just like, you know, you just gotta tell your kids and coach your kids to put themselves in smart situations and not try to, you know, not try to, uh, to, to, you know, think with the head on top of your shoulders, not the other one. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. to try to, play yourself out and you know i was i think i've been i think i was really lucky to kind of have like a a spidey sense about things you know when if something didn't feel right or comfortable i just kind of took myself out of it immediately absolutely and uh there's a lot of kids that just you know put their head down and say yep i'm gonna go smash this and keep it moving keep it moving and 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 you can you can do that and be safe you know there's a lot of there's probably, you know, for 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 every, you know, LSU kid, there's five million other student yeah. athletes that have that have played sports that have done that and got away, you know, just done whatever they wanted to do and had a good time and but you know I mean food for thought, man. You guys out there be safe, but hey, number one thing, make sure she says yes and you say That's yes. it. That's it. That's yep. it, man. And if if there's something that goes on during, just stop, man. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. If she just, just stop and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know," I, you know. And I, I feel like there's it. a lot. Of I that. think if if a lot of people just just stopped and just was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I just got carried away," a lot of this stuff would be wouldn't like, happen. Yeah, but there's a lot of a lot of a lot of guys get in there, and it's like you know, some girl starts you know changing yeah. her mind midstream, and it's like, no, we nah, you signed this. up for yeah, this, yeah, you know, yeah, no, nah, yeah. this is it, you yeah. know, you got here, you know, and that ain't right. No, it ain't right. No, like no. Anytime no. That, that she says, "Hey, I don't feel comfortable," hey man, hey, I apologize. I'm sorry. Can I take you on or do you need anything? Like, yeah, I think a lot of stuff is just you know, just if you just stop and thought. But the thing about it is, you're right. You're not thinking with the correct head. You're not right. You're not thinking with the their mind. You know, what I'm saying they're just like, "Hey, I got this blood flowing, and I'm you know I'm ready to go, and you got me here." And it's not true. I think a lot of these cases could be. You know, and then and then there are cases where the guy's just a, a piece of work. He's just a all out, you know, methodical, you know, idiot. So, 
So I mean, yeah, you yeah. just hate to picture somebody saying, "Oh, they're just a they're just a rapist," you know. But but I mean, there's so many different scenarios come up and stuff like this. So it's yeah, it's just a rough. Yeah, man. So, all the way around. God love the girl. You know, if it if it happened, you know, wherever we end up, there, there's there's a villain in this, and there's there's an innocent person that's that's yeah. having to get drugged through something. It just you either just way, don't know. On both, yeah, either, either side, yeah, yeah either, either side, way it yeah. goes. You know, there's 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 something bad because there have been multiple cases where guys have they've come to find out that the young lady was not telling the truth, and the guys yep. have been their lives have been horribly shattered they've spent 10 years or however long in jail and they get released and it's like dang they, this person lied but we can't assume that that person has not done it and we can't assume that the person is lying so i mean it's it's one of those things where you got to kind of you know the investigation has to go through and which people would tell the truth and stop it when it starts you know what i'm saying but um i'm looking at before i go we go any further track and field news so justin robinson of hazelwood west high school just set the 400 meter world record 44.91 yeah wow yeah they got a video of it too he's and the, the guy that came in second ran a 44.98 so I'm like, uh, this happened August the 16th. So it looks like there's some pretty good track and field going on right now, man. Like, yeah, I've been worried about like times going down. And sweet Jesus, I mean, this kid was running, man. Yeah, that's pretty. That's 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 <laughs> super impressive. And it, it, you can see that on Mouse Split. They got it on Mouse Split. You know, he ran a 44.91. That's impressive. Whew, but today a day in hip hop, man. Happy birthday to uh, a main man, Fat Joe. He's born August 19, 1970. Did Joe Crack. Yeah. And also, happy birthday and RIP, rest in power to a man, Nate Dog. Nate Dog's birthday was today. Hold up. Yeah. He was born in 1969. Also, a bit of history. T.I.'s trap music dropped today, August 19, 2003. Today, I feel like he's underrated or overrated. T.I. overrated or underrated? Man, I think Tip is I think I think Tip is underrated, man. Me too. I, I agree with you. I think he's underrated. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. No, you know why I feel like he's underrated? I think not only will I say Tip's underrated, I feel like a lot of Southern MCs. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. Are, are underrated. You know, like nobody gives three thousand his due. Nobody. You know, nobody big gives boy big either. boy his due. Especially big boy. I think three thousand is is in a lot of people's list. Yeah. But big boy don't get his due. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dude, you know, like I don't think Scarface gets his due. No. He gets left out a lot. He gets left out a lot, man. And Scarface it I mean, really if he wasn't, you know, managed different different label, different you know, you know, yeah, eight Uncle, ball, Uncle Face, eight, eight ball, yep, yep, and them guys. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't play uh, Bun B, man. Bun B, don't you know get saying? no respect. None. <laughs> Bun gets no respect. I mean, from Southern artists, yeah. And, and Bun B is very, very lyrically creative, and I mean, just absolutely, a, man. Uh, hey, man, you know who I seen in the airport when I was coming on my way back from my birthday in Vegas? Did uh, I tell you that? Uh, uh-uh. a little flip. Really? Yeah. 
He's another one that didn't get in 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 uh, completely. Here's the thing too about and this is another reason why I think Southern artists don't get enough of it. Flip completely managed his entire career on his own. Yeah, that's He's, all his money. Yeah, that's all his money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no label. <laughs> and there's a lot of them that's that Flip's done money. that. A lot yeah. of them that that's done like that. Slim Thug, Slim Thug. That's all his money. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so that yeah, they're not getting the accolades that that other artists are because you know you got. You know, you got the New York guys and the L.A. guys and shit like that that are getting pushed by major labels. You know, Def Jam pushed a lot of bullshit artists yeah. through. They uh, did a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been. There's a, there's a yeah. couple of stories I want to look into. One being Loon. Remember Loon? Yep. He just got out of prison, and he, he did an interview, and he was talking about, you know, how he felt like Diddy – was a was a lot about himself and not oh, about no the doubt. artist. And he no went doubt. deep into the whole when he was on, you know, he, he he's not upset or anything like that. But you know, like, and I think I look at it like, yo, man, because they were saying Loon was a like a really nice lyricist, like he can rap. I mean, same thing. But he never got a chance to like the Rockefeller Camp Freeway and uh, yeah, oh man, uh, God, what was the other guy's name? Uh, that really, Jadakiss Puff yeah. killed Jadakiss's entire career. I mean, really shelved his career just being a vindictive asshole for yeah. years and years and years. Uh, the Rockefeller camp, like they pushed Bleak, and Bleak was trash. I don't know but why, Freeway man. and uh, uh, Siegel, Benny Siegel, Beans, was Benny Siegel. un. Yeah. Believable lyrically. To this day, he he's 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 one of one of the top lyricists. I, I feel like Benny Siegel don't get his just due either. Freeway either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. And what happened? Where are they at now? They they're not they're not no. I mean, disappeared. I, I tell you, another Southern artist that don't get no due is uh, 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 Jeezy. No, Jeezy don't get any kind of respect. Absolutely and and Jeezy put out banger after banger after banger after yeah. banger. In a lot of ways, Wayne don't get a, a lot of respect as a lyricist. No, like, he doesn't. You know, Wayne is is unbelievable. And you talk about somebody that started when he was like what twelve? Yeah, there's a ton of hip, there's a ton of Southern hip hop artists that do not get their just due. Like they 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 don't get their roses early. Like you don't hear about none of these guys until hey man, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? So it's just or like, they die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's just too late. So the thing is, it's like. All of a sudden, then, hey man, you know how nice, yeah, such and such was. Yep. You like, like Nate Dog. We talk about Nate Dog. Well, like uh, he's not from the south, but uh, at the same Pimp time, C? it's like, dude, nobody Pimp C. Nobody gave Pimp nobody C gave shit till he died. Anything to Pimp, all of a sudden, Pimp C was the girl. Hey, man, Pimp C was the greatest thing yep. ever. So I'm just like, hey, absolutely, man, Pimp C's been here for a while. Yep. Why ain't nobody say nothing about Pimp C when he was here? Nobody said shit, other than that one Jay Z track that him and Bun B. Blew up. Nobody, nobody gave, uh, nobody gave, uh, Jay Prince his, huh? I love that Pimp C. Yeah. Bum B. Was that Big Pimpin? Big Pimpin. Yeah, that was a good one. And Gloria Ballas was in that. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, that, they made that record. Yeah. I mean, that was, that, Jay Z couldn't have done that on his own, not like that. That was. Absolutely not. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That, they set that shit off, man. Yep. Without a doubt, no like, doubt. To this day, I wait for them to come in to yep. the song. Me too. Me too. 
This is like uh, when you listen to uh, uh, the 3000 Bun B Pimp C. Uh, uh, what's the song? I can't remember the name of the song, but you know what I'm talking about. When they get married, one buddy's getting married. Yeah. Oh, you talking about? Uh, oh shit! I can remember the whole. That, that it, is the joint, man. That is. That's great, man. It's uh, like them. Them are the verses like you don't forget, man. Like well, three thousands verse in that. Uh, that um, God was it Kanye or was it Drake that he did a? They did like a surprise track in international and, players anthem. Yeah, international players. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Reconsider. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm telling you, that was the song, man. Yep. Yep. Like everybody's verse. It was like everybody was pushing everybody. Yeah, everybody. That well, that's how uh, I've really. Yeah. It's like day. Yeah. Like, what you kind of started off next? You know, it was like everybody's verse was super dope. And Pimp like, C came in just completely like that was their shit. I mean, like the way he came in was like he went totally off beat from the rest of them. And just burn it down. Yeah, is it? There's a lot of a lot. I mean, just a lot of. Uh, I can listen to that to this day. Yep, yep. Straight banger. Yeah. I mean, I, even the even the the uh, no limit guys. I mean, the no limit guys were. I personally really enjoyed uh, a lot of the no limit guys. That I know that people were like rolling their eyes because there's like. A new artist every five seconds getting put in a record. Had their own CD cover. Everybody, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it, man. Everybody got their own CD cover, man. I like Silk. I, I thought been, Silk the Shocker I, was. If I hadn't been on a label, I'd have got my own. Been Antonio. <laughs> been draped on the front, all velvet. <laughs> but yeah, the, I like Silk. I like Silk the Shocker, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a meme the other day that was like nobody, nobody loved their brother the way. Master P loved Silk the Shocker. Uh, gave Man. him gave him four albums strong, and I thought Silk. I mean, there there was some goofy shit. He had a little unorthodox. Cat. He had a little unorthodox. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Delivery, but it's all right. Man. His brother did too, but his brother was good. I mean, shit, fucking Master P was. Uh, yeah, man. Was was all ice cream, man. Yeah, I, oh my god, man. He was like yeah, not like Mr. Ice Cream, man. Unreal. I mean, we we grew up in a huge uh, uh, New York radio and L.A. radio. This is before. SoundCloud and all that bullshit. This is uh, you know, during that when, Napster era. Yeah, when 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 <laughs> radio, when the Funk Master Flex told you what to listen to. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean in New York City, and you know the Southern guys weren't getting the getting no burn, getting the, no, getting no play. Yeah, no. even Outkast, man, of all of nah. them, you know, Outkast, Goody Mob, those two guys. I mean, were like nah. leading the way, Cash. It really, honestly, Cash Money probably opened it up yeah. for everybody. Hey, man, South got something to say, and they always had something to say. Yep, yep. You know so, I mean, I look at it like even when all that was going on, like the South always was deep and legit. Oh, I went through a Houston phase. Oh, man, I think we all did. I was listening to Tila. Yeah, man, I was listening to Kiki. Yep, yep. <laughs> Look, Kiki. I forget. I forgot. I mean, hey man, I was listening to uh, Big Mo. You know yep, yep. Bar Baby. Oh, man, <laughs> that was my joint, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> hey man, that was my joint, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm telling you, like UGK man, and 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 
like UGK, MJG, they made you boys. List, they made you listen to artists from Texas. They like, did. Who else they is did. from Who else is from here like that? And when I first heard it, I just started going down that rabbit hole of Texas artists, and I just started loving a, a ton of Texas artists. Yep. Man. Like Slim Doug, I love Slim. I can love Slim. I love Doug right Slim. Doug. I love uh, Paul Wall, man. I think Paul Wall brings Paul it Wall's some. People champ, yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. Paul Wall came over to uh, Iraq. We was in over. He was he was doing the USO tour. I didn't get a chance. To, I was on a mission, but good I dude, man. I didn't get a chance to see him. It was him and uh, DJ. Uh, Don't do it. I don't know what DJ it was, but he opened up for a concert. Kara took me to. We went to Maroon Five, and Travis Barker. Played drums and he rapped over Travis Barker playing drums. That was the whole. That would have been great. It was pretty. pretty <laughs> I was, dope, I was man. about to say that would have been great. It was a chameleonaire. Yep. You know he's uh, he got into uh, 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 video game stuff. I heard he's like tech, like uh, yeah, yeah, super tech I, stuff. I don't know yeah, why, yeah, yeah. How I was watching it and he came and it, it came on about him. He was in Smile and uh, Smile and South Star. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even Bougie, man, Bougie is is legit. Hey man, what what what's hey, he? Man. I'm telling you, man. Those those those. I don't know, man. That time in my life was like real, like like the music was like nice. I mean, I'm trying to remember the guy from. Uh, he was from Alabama. It was like it was weird because like all the there for a while, all the southern hip hop was. If you weren't from Atlanta, New Orleans, or Houston, you weren't shit. And this yeah, guy came from Alabama, and remember that um, he he was an army guy. He had one hit. He's a one hit wonder. Do, man. You remember that who I'm talking about? Like he he got out of the army, like got a record deal. And, talking uh, about what's old buddy's name? He, I can't he remember throw, his he name. He had to throw some D's on that. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. It was it was a it was a great tr- song, man. And uh, I can't remember his name. I'm thinking that dude too. I keep getting him confused. You remember that dude's like left, 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 right, left. Go. Yeah, that, that guy. Pastor Troy. That wasn't Pastor that Troy. Was nah, but you you should have put Troy on that because I for, <laughs> you were you slept on Troy too. I for, I didn't I I forgot about Troy. Troy's from Alabama, right, or Mississippi? I think he's from Georgia. Rich boy's from Alabama. Okay. Rich boys from Alabama. He, he's the one who had to throw some D's. Hey man, you know, hey man, it's been a lot of a lot of Southern artists out here, man. I'm trying to think of the uh, remember like the on twenty twos. That was my main man. Uh, remember the guy, the thug and the pimp. There was like a, one guy dressed up like a dressed up like a pimp, and the other guy had like you remember that those two. Uh, it's like out the mud. It was like I just remember the 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 CD or the the record was called the the thug and the pimp. Or the gangster and the pimp, something like that. You know, that they were great. Uh, they had like three or four. Even you know who I did like. Nobody really liked Phil Mob. I like Phil Mob. Uh, wasn't wasn't not lunatics. Uh, about Luda. Luda's another one. Shit, I forgot about Luda. Man, Luda was until he went super commercial and wanted to be an actor. Luda was like Cadillac, Cadillac pimping by the Young Bloods. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who was the one that was like uh, smoking on hay though? Oh, smoking on. So many. Who was that? I'm trying to. I was trying to think of too. There were so many Southern guys, man. There's like. Yeah, yeah. It, it, man. We know we don't have enough time. We, I did, and I did full <laughs> on into that, man. I I, I nose dived right into that. Uh, yeah, we 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 used to 
dad would always go, there was a uh, hardware show and it was every year was in Atlanta for years and years until they outgrew um, Cobb Convention Center and it moved down to the Omni Center downtown and until, and then, then it outgrew that. But like going to the mall and shit, there was always people in the mall trying to sell you their CDs and stuff. And yeah. I used to, I yeah. used to buy and I wish I, I always thought to myself, I was like, I was like, man, who, who handed me a CD that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who did I who did now, I like face to face? You know what? I remember from. being in Atlanta one time and I get fifty cents demo. Yep. Not the demo, like his uh Oh his uh was it AP or what's it, it was called? before he got big. Yeah. And I was like, Man, I'm not trying to listen to this trash. Right. Next thing you know he blew up. We went to uh we went to a field trip in eighth grade or freshman year of high school to St. Louis. And we went to the uh, we went to the arch and all that shit and and I bought a CD not from Nelly, but I'm a I'm about ninety nine percent sure it was Murphy Lee from the mall, and a bunch of us bought it. It was Nelly's mixtape, and I remember saying like and like a year later, he's in the source. Like up, you remember they used to have like in the beginning of the source they have like the the, the up and, up and coming yeah, yeah, up and coming yeah. guys, yeah. And that was like, and I was like, man, this Nelly guy's gonna be the biggest thing ever. He's gonna be the biggest thing ever. Like he was, like, I mean, I guess he legit oh, no. was probably like for two or three time. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was legit. Shut up. But uh, yeah, man, South is, and I I consider St. Louis part of that too. I think they're all part. And they always go back and forth with the argument of mid South. Uh, mid uh, Midwest and all that stuff. Man. Yeah, everybody always, you know, like people say, "Hey, you from Kentucky?" Yeah, yeah, that's 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 up north. But some people say it's south, and you know, it's like, hey, man, St. Louis. People like it. That's definitely Midwest. But well, like Nappy Roots, man. Like Nappy Roots is southern. That that ain't nothing East Coast West Coast about Nappy Roots, man. It's a hundred percent southern hip hop. Yep. Not a dag on thing. Yep. But yeah, man. You know. uh before we get out of here, um, yo, we're gonna do some anonymous tonight. We do have a, a a recording, obviously, from anonymous. What kind of recording are we listening to? Uh, let me play it for the listeners. Oh God! Hey y'all, this is Miss Anonymous signing on to say hello to the hospitality room. I just wanted to say hello and thank you for what y'all do. Appreciate you. Love it. Keep hope alive, peace, love, hospitality. That was from Miss Anonymous. I'm about 90% sure she was naked when she recorded that. <laughs> she was laying on her couch in silk pajamas. But hey, man, I appreciate. I feel like I need a shower after I yeah. heard that. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate. Uh, her listening and, and 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 sending out the love, man. Um, I didn't know what she's about to play, man. I was yeah, like, "Yeah, man, I wasn't gonna pay nothing crazy." <laughs> I guess a cow in there and all this other stuff. Nah, I wasn't gonna do that. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you never her know from anonymous, man. Yeah, man. She actually did send a question. that says, "Tell me about some bloopers, some funny moments in the bedroom." You want to answer that? You want to wait till later, man? Uh. I will tell a story. Yeah, go ahead. You tell a story because I'm trying to think of like a. You talking about with our significant others, or are you talking about any time? 
I guess anytime. Man, listen, yeah, I, I know Cody knows this story because I told him about it after it happened. I almost lost my life in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I almost lost my life. Uh, I was dating someone at the time, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't breathe. And normally, it's like you would be—you would freak out if you couldn't breathe, right? Right. Well, I had a whole face. She, she had mounted my face, man. <laughs> it's like I woke up in in it, man. Like, like oh. I'm like. Like My I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like you just said, like it just caught me off guard. <laughs> and I had to get myself together. Like, what is? Why would anybody? I, I was, I wasn't mad, but I was like, yo, why would somebody do that, man? Like, are you trying to suffocate me? You know, like, Lord, I could have lost my life, man. That's so funny. Like, yeah, man. So I mean, yeah, that that was pretty. Fun. And she was like younger than me, you know. So she was always. You know, she was one of the got to do it before breakfast, lunch, you know, dinner, Everything you know, and in, and in between. Yeah. So that was one of the the things that to this day has been. It was weird, but it was just like, dude, why would you do? I had to think I told Coney, but I was like, man, yo, I don't know why she did. He's like, I thought I heard because that's when me and him were living together. He's like, I thought I heard something over there, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. You like, almost lost your life. I like, I was like, dude, I could, I could have passed away, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd have, that'd have been horrible. Oh. But yeah, that was one of the one of the stories that you know. That's a good. That's a good story. That absolutely uh, kind of caught me off guard, there, man. What about you, man? I can't. Honest to God, man, I can't think. I can't think of anything like. Like silly or, or or goofy that's ever. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's not happened to other people. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, you know, there's always the you know the pockets of air that get caught and stuff like that. You know, that kind of stuff's kind of always kind of funny and goofy. But I've never had like any bloopers, like like anything uh, anything too extreme. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, huh. Man, that's that's one of those anonymous. Anonymous always got some she, shit. Hey man, she? she she's always got some. Hey man, when we get some t-shirts or some glasses, she's gonna be. She'll be the first one that we we send some stuff out to. Man, I always picture like a room full of candles, and a, <laughs> and cheetah print underwear and silk pajamas. <laughs> you talking about anonymous? Yeah, as she's sitting there right. Think questions. she's sitting there with like her like. You remember there used to be like a. <laughs> You uh HBO used to have uh like this softcore like docu-series, softcore porn type of docu-series thing, and it was always like she was always like in her pajamas or in like silk underwear or like cheetah print underwear like on a laptop. Like it was like a twist on like sex in the cities. Like she'd be laying in bed with a laptop, like typing a book. And it'd be like Real she'd, sex. <laughs> she'd be telling a story. And it'd be like about her and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. She always, I always, I always picture anonymous, like with her laptop, like <laughs> biting her thumbnail with cheetah print underwear and silk pajamas. Yeah. Just typing up a storm. Peace, love and hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, like it's, it, it be cracking me up, man. When I, these questions about, hey man, she is really, uh, 
asking these questions. I don't know if she has these questions at the top of her mind or she just. No, she definitely the things, got them in the top of her mind. These are the things mind. she thinks about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. I'm going to clarify something too. I got no, I got no earthly idea who anonymous is. I've got a couple of ideas who I think anonymous is, but not, well, and then when I heard that voice, I got no clue who anonymous <laughs> is. Like I had, I had like two people in mind. I was like, I think I know who anonymous is. As soon as I heard that voice, I was like, I got no earthly idea who the hell anonymous is. So what I feel like is, is like anonymous probably knows who I am. So like, my conspiracy theory, my conspiracy mind is like going, I am Walmart and like some girl's going to be like smiling at me some sort of way. I'm like, you don't know. Anonymous. That's anonymous. That's anonymous. <laughs> she's going to bite her thumbnail. Like she's going to look at me and lick her lips and bite her thumbnail. I'm like, <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> I knew it was her. I knew I'll be looking at you. I'll be looking for you in the cookie aisle, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> God. Hey man. Thank you, Anonymous. Hey, but quick before we get out of here, man. Weekend sports, man. Hey, you guys check out the Indianapolis uh five hundred. Looks like Marco Andretti, the grandson of the nineteen sixty nine Indianapolis five hundred winner, Mario Andretti topped the eight uh looks like eight other IndyCar series drivers. So he will be in the Fast Nine shootout to claim his first pole award in 2020 on Sunday. Also, August 22nd, Brentwood, Essex, England. Dylan White will fight Potvinkin for the uh, White's WBC interim heavyweight title. Um, Shout out to my affiliate, Trackstar DJs. My main man, DJ D. Will, if you're looking for a DJ, hit him up at trackstardjs uh, at gmail.com. That's trackstars, plural, djs at gmail.com. And as always, please hit us up in our email. Just not uh, just not anonymous. Uh, since I know we've, had, we've received other emails, but also hit us up, guys, at the hospitality room for you at gmail.com. That's the hospitality room, the number four, the letter U at gmail.com. And hit us up on Instagram, all right? Our Instagram is getting better, all right? Look up the hospitality room on Instagram. There's a lot of pictures and videos. We're starting to get things a little better. We're starting to get our YouTube page built up. And always, you guys, listen. If there's anybody who wants to be a part of the hospitality room as a, uh, uh, what do you call it, multimedia or anybody that knows videos and things, you want to work with us, Brother Freesky, <laughs> then uh, hit us up as well. Um, but as always, man, uh, love, peace, and hospitality. Thanks for you guys coming out. Coney, come back home. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, I think we got 388 downloads. Uh, hopefully we can get to 400 by episode 19 what, next next week. It'd be great to get to 400, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Have a good night. All right. Thank you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.